Hey, today we dive into the greatness movement and how we incorporate that into this company and into this podcast. And then we dive into just how you start taking steps towards creating a higher vibe for your life and how to do that and what most importantly, what to pay attention to as you start transitioning into becoming the person that you want to show up as, um, what to pay attention to, and how to start looking for that. Because for a lot of us, it's going to be a major transition from where we are today to where we want to be. Um, and that work really happens in the day to day. So we start diving into how you start choosing a higher vibe, how you start incorporating that into your life today. Thanks for being here. So excited to have you in this community. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. We talk about your dreams, where they died, why they died, how you come back, how you recover from that death, where you wrote yourself off, and why you never thought you should dream again. That's what we dive into every day. It is a one-on-one look at the rebirth and recovery of you taking hold of your life and living your life on your terms. Please join us. Hey, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here today. Today is like a whole new level. You have no idea, none, zero, and you don't even know what's coming next. Get ready. Uh, so let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. Why? Why do we do that? Um, I'm going to go ahead and just drop a reminder. Here's the thing. First off, it's a part of what this company stands on. It's a part of what we stand for. Um, and I built this greatness movement around the way that I saw this impact a group of women that I was working with before. Um, And I remember telling them that we were going to start to practice this, that we were going to start to work on this. And I remember the eye rolls. I remember the pain of the first couple of weeks. Um, But by and large, what I remember now is those kit, those women still reaching out to me and wishing that they could be a part of that. And so I decided to bring that into this podcast. It's so much about who we as a community want to grow to be. And because I saw such an impact, such a fast impact, um, I just decided that it should be what this company is built on and what nothing and what the death of a dream, what we're all about, all inclusive of all the things. And so be great is one of our 
core beliefs here. And the greatness movement and the grounding ourselves in our greatness really was about wanting to empower a group of women that I was working with every day um, to grow this skill set. And the trickle-down effect of that work was amazing because it really just started as something that we wanted to do, not even related to the goals that we had, really as something that I wanted to start practicing because of a statistic that I had read in a book. And I just decided that we were going to start grounding ourselves in our greatness every day. Because if we just practice talking about how great we are, owning how great we are, um, maybe we get stronger at it. Imagine, right? Because we do that with tangible things and we don't do that as well with things that we can't, you know, check a box. So I'm like, let's just make this checkable, right? Let's just make this a thing. Let's set it up the same way we do practices, the same way we do activities. Let's make it a checkable thing. And so we just started making it a part of our day. We started grounding ourselves in our greatness before our day could even start. And I would sometimes forget and this group of women would always bring it up like, hey, you skip this. We love this. This is a thing. Uh, so go back. And it's so funny because it started as an eye rolling thing um, and led to an entire movement of the strengthening and re-energizing a group of women. And so we brought it here and we're building this empire based on that idea. Greatness, grounding ourselves in our greatness will always be a part of what this movement becomes uh, because I saw the transforming powers of that in so many different ways. And so I can't let people not experience it because they saw firsthand how impactful it is. So we ground ourselves in our greatness. That's where you take time every day to recognize and own one great thing that you've done. You, not the team, not the group you did. And I, I hope to just set an example of what that can look like, but it really is something that you can own that you feel great about every day. And this is important because we as women aren't great at this and we need to build this muscle. And how do we build a muscle? Well, coming from a coaching realm, um, from a sports and athletic realm, you build a muscle by exercising it. And so when we apply similar activity to 
a belief that we're trying to change. We have to exercise that muscle. And so even if we're trying to change a belief, we want to make it a tangible thing. So it's not just touchy-feely and we don't actually do anything because it's too hard to think through how we would work on our mind, right? Minds are a muscle. They are. And so I like to set things up in tangible fashions the same way that we're used to doing tangible things. I want to set up your mindset and your belief shifts in that same manner because I've seen the effectiveness of it. I've seen how it works firsthand. And so you can do anything when we set things up like this because it's about creating a habit around your belief. And so that's what grounding ourselves in our greatness is all about. How do you convince yourself to be more confident? How would you do that? Oh, I think I'll just look in the mirror and say nice things to myself. Yup. That's a good action step. Do that. You know how else? Practice saying how fucking awesome you are out loud. Yep, just practice it. Just do it. That's what ground yourself in your greatness is. Really about working on owning how great you are. Because eventually it will be called on. And when it is, I need you to actually have a skill set of talking about yourself. Right? It's important. It is. So important. So vital. So we ground ourselves in our greatness every day. This is how it looks. Hey, I'm Hannah. I was great yesterday. What great thing did I do? Hmm. You know, I... My house has kind of been in this, like, crazy, rampant place. And I'm so happy because about six months ago, I decided that I was going to drastically minimize my life so that clutter didn't overwhelm me in my downtime. So I wasn't just managing stuff that I was able to sit in silence in my downtime, that I was able to work on this and other things and not just be spending entire weekends of time managing stuff that I didn't even care that I had, right? So we started to live in we started to eliminate the excess and um, really start living a much more minimalized life. And I have been actively reminding myself that this is how we live, that we don't just keep adding junk. And, you know, yesterday I had this realization that Choosing this lifestyle, choosing to eliminate the clutter really has allowed me 
it has allowed me that extra time. It has allowed me that extra space. And if you're someone who's who's struggling with being able to sit down for a second and really sit down and not be running through a laundry list of things that you need to do because you didn't get it all the way done, uh, this minimalism may be the thing for you. And I'm not a drastic minimalist. And I've talked about this on prior podcasts, and I'm sure that you can find them probably about six months ago, probably around January, December. Um, anyways, I, I talk about minimalism and the need to eliminate and cut down on things. And we simplify this and, and really break it down as to the reasoning why you would cut back and how to decide what cutting back is. Because I realized that I had like 20 some cooking pans and I literally used one. So the excess there allowed me to pile things, allowed me to work myself into places where I had to spend a whole lot of time catching back up because I just had extra. And so yesterday, my great thing really was just being able to sit because I knew that no matter what, my dishes never get to more than two sinkfuls of dishes because they can't. Right. And so yesterday I was just like, you know, I don't feel like doing dishes today. I'm going to just leave them. And I could actually sit and watch my kids skate and do the things because I don't have to worry that this is going to create a downward spiral where I'm doing dishes for three weeks straight. It can't. And yesterday I realized and made a decision that I was capable of making, which allowed me to sit present with my children in that moment because I I knew, like, we can catch up tomorrow. We're not even going to fall that far behind because we can't. I'm always a 10-minute dish session away from being caught up, and I used to be a three-day dish session away from being caught up when I would get out of control. Now my out of control looks like 10 minutes of catch-up versus three days, right? And so that's really that movement behind eliminating the clutter being able to make that choice. And so yesterday, I chose to not handle the dishes, knowing that I could catch up tomorrow. And I chose to sit and watch my kids do their scooters, sit and watch them do a puzzle, and then go up and enjoy bath time. And that ability is such a gift. It is. And you have to make that choice. Now, that's not saying that the laundry hasn't gone out of control, but even the laundry, I'm still only two loads away from being caught back up. And so it is in eliminating the amount because I used to get about seven loads deep before I would catch up, right? And now catching up looks like maybe a half a day 
to catch up versus, again, the entire weekend. And so yesterday I realized how grateful I am for taking that time to do that um, because it really stole my presence a lot of times. And my presence and my attention in spaces is so very important to me right now. Um, so that's my great thing. See, so that the entirety of that, we're just really focused on owning that piece, really talking about how I did that and I chose that. So that's what you want to do. I think a lot of times, and you'll hear yourself if you, um, are coaching yourself into grounding yourself in your greatness, you'll hear yourself try to assign it to the team, try to assign it to your family, try to assign it to the greater being. Um, this is really focused on you owning that moment, owning that you did that thing, owning it in the entirety. I know that other people help you. I know that it wasn't just my choice to eliminate clutter. Um, but I need to own the pieces of that that I can in this space and really find comfort and growth there. So that's our great thing. We do that every day. That's a little bit of background on where that came from and why we do that. Really, I just saw so much movement and success come out of the group of women that I was working with that practice this every day that I knew that I wanted to bring it here and start seeing the impact that it can have with women. Because the funniest thing is, if you walk into a group of women, you can ask them. And I've done it so many times, and it gets so wildly uncomfortable. Um, so try it if you have a group of women to test this on. So if you walk in there and you go, hey, what's one great thing that you've accomplished today? Or in the last week. Because trust me, if you say today, they're going to struggle. Okay, so in the last week, right? And somebody, will they'll just look around the room. It'll be the most uncomfortable thing that you could possibly do. Um, and then the first person will speak and they'll probably kind of waffle around it. Because... Just asking for someone to speak to their greatness will make them uncomfortable, but it will make them even more uncomfortable thinking about how the room full of women will judge them if they actually talk about how great they are, right? And that's where the biggest discomfort comes from. Uh, so <laughs> we want to start creating these environments where women are empowered to speak about the great things that they accomplish, and we are celebrating each other. And this movement is so painful because it isn't something that we're great at. First off, it isn't, we're not great at speaking about how great we are, but we also aren't great at supporting one another. And that really is what this community is about. We're not about tearing down one another or picking apart one another. Um, it really is about building each other up and finding ways to love and grow our community because uh, uh, if you didn't know already, we're all pretty freaking epic um, and we're all great.
in our own ways. And that's so beautiful. And choosing that vibe, right? Choosing to embrace and grow your greatness muscle is a choice, right? And it means that you're just choosing a higher vibe than most, um, which means people are probably coming for you, okay? Choosing a higher vibe is not a comfort level um, that most people get to. And so you're going to start to feel uncomfortable in spaces that are too small. Um, You're going to feel wildly uncomfortable when your vibe is much higher or much different, not even higher, just different than the room that you're in. And that's okay. We're here for you. It feels weird because it just maybe isn't right anymore. Um, But that doesn't mean that you're wrong. That doesn't mean that you change how you show up to match that. You can choose a higher vibe. I will say that again. You can choose a higher vibe. You can. You have the right to. Oh, you know, what do you mean you can choose a higher vibe? I mean, if something is sucking the life out of you, you have the choice, right? And not choosing is a choice in and of itself. And I don't think that we give that enough space or room in this world. Not choosing is a choice. That's it. And you can choose higher vibes or you can choose to stay. But both things are a choice. Both things are a choice. Uh, Both things are a choice. Yeah. Do you want to surround yourself with people who push you to grow, to move, to also find a higher vibe, to be great? Do you? And... That's just it. The steps to choosing higher vibe really just belong to what you want your story to be about. Right? And I want you to start paying attention to the conversations that you're having with people in your day-to-day. Start paying attention to the narrative that you are writing. Start paying attention to the things that you repeat, to the things that you are saying to people, about people. Is this like higher vibe conversation or is this gossip? What does it sound like? Because you're writing a story every day that you open your mouth. Every day that you show up, that is words on a piece of paper. It is. It is a part of your story because all of these little daily actions, which seem so minute and so 
day to day that it doesn't matter, but think about that. That's exactly what your story becomes. All of these days tied up in a bow. And we think that it's just these big, huge moments. And that really is the only part that makes the story. But this part, this day-to-day part, really is what fuels those big moments. And so you can go ahead and think that you can just bypass all of these little moments. And I thought for the longest time that I could. Like, okay, you're really just judged on these big moments. And I get, I understand and I embrace that these big moments happen or don't happen, but you don't really have a say in those and you can't really make that happen. And as soon as I started to think that I did have a say or that I could have a say or that I wanted to have a say, I really tried to start paying attention to how I was showing up every day. What story was I writing in between those big moments? Because big moments don't happen if you're not actively aware of the little moments leading up to it. Right? You're writing a story in between. You are. And if you think that you aren't, I want you to start zoning in to those daily movements. What do they look like? And the the step that you can start taking today is paying attention to who you're showing up as. Because you probably don't even notice. You probably don't. Just like I didn't. Like, I wasn't aware of how uh, toxic I was showing up. How accusatory or attacking I was showing up and how I was attempting to disempower people to power myself. If I just make them feel smaller than me, I'll feel bigger and thus I will have the power. And I think I just thought that these little days, all these little things don't really add up to that bigger thing. Like we're just, this is all in between and the bigger things really are the only thing that continue to fuel you. Um, But it's imperative that you start paying attention to how you're showing up in the day-to-day because those day-to-day actions will build Even more bigger moments if you start getting intentional about what you're doing in the day-to-day. So I had to reframe how I started my morning, reframe the daily actions that I was taking to frame my mind for wanting to show up great and not toxic, effective, not disempowering, right? 
I had to completely change how I showed up. And that first step was actually paying attention to what I was saying. So a lot of conversations sounded like, oh, I'm tired and yay, it's Friday and working for the weekend and like, and if you say that every day, if you say those things, you start to become the tired person. And guess what? When people want to pull you in on a project or, or make you a part of something bigger, when you're pretty consistent with that narrative that you're tired or that you're wore out or whatever, right? Fill in the blank, stress, blah, 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 blah. When they're thinking about adding you to something higher, that plays into it. Oh yeah, I want to pick Hannah, but she's always so stressed with all the things. I should probably find someone else. Oh yeah, I want to engage and include this person in this work, but they're always tired. And so I don't trust that they're going to be effective as I need. Right. And I hadn't really paid all that much attention to the things that I was saying about myself. And once I did, I realized how toxic I was and how ineffective the way I was showing up actually was. Um, but that took slowing down and making myself realize this vibe that I had just wasn't a good one. And I truly believed that it was. I truly believed that I was being effective. I truly believed that disempowering people empowered me. Um, and then I just started listening to myself. I started listening to the things that I was saying day in and day out. And those seemingly tiny and insignificant actions write your story for you. And they don't seem big enough to be a chapter headline. But I am telling you, those things write the story. And so once you start controlling your narrative, once you start controlling the action steps that you take in the day-to-day, -day, once you start practicing your great thing or planning your day or, I don't know, fill in the blank, once you start actually incorporating, incorporating those things into your day, you can start to see a shift. But more than anything, if you want to change your story in any way, you have to start showing up for how you're writing that story in between chapters. Because those realizations, those paying attention to those day-to-day -day things are what are going to lead to the bigger chapters, are what are going to lead to the breakthrough moments. But if you don't get control of how you're showing up every day, if you don't start paying attention to the things that you're saying in those moments, they can derail your progress because it seems small, it seems insignificant, but it's so 
huge in the tidal wave of where you're trying to go. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. So if you want to check out all things the death of a dream, you can head over to nussink.com. That's where you'll find me. Uh, Go ahead and jump into the chat. Talk to me. Otherwise, you can follow me on all socials um, at the death of a dream. You should be able to just search it uh, to like and follow me for additional content, for additional resources. That's where you can find me if you just want more The Death of a Dream. If you like this podcast, uh, I would be so grateful for your review anywhere that you listen. Uh, That always helps us podcasters continue to grow in this trade. So I'd be super grateful for you to pop over there and talk about how this podcast helped you. As always, I'd love to connect with you. Go ahead and reach out. Let's chat about what you have going on.